What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Second Floor Podcast. It's your co-host here, Kenny Buller. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate each and every single one of you who have continuously been listening to our show. And for those of you who are new, welcome to tuning in. We talk about how to survive, how to thrive, and how to keep the good vibes going in life and business. On today's episode, we talk about the importance behind branding and promoting some of the products and services you have that you give to your customers and that you give to other people. One of the biggest life lessons that I learned out of this conversation was how you're not only giving a product, you're giving an experience. And this was brought to you by the one and only Brittany H, who is the CEO of Fox and Forth Branding and Promotions. We talk and solve some of the key aspects behind what is the importance of branding, why you should think twice and think carefully about what the name of your brand really is going to be. And we sort of dive deep into some of the precautions you should be aware of if you choose to change the name of your brand. We also get a pretty exciting opportunity to learn about what a branding strategy really means in the world of 2020 today. And we get to hear it from an expert and none other than Brittany H. herself. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome, Brittany, to the Second Floor Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. It's awesome to have you. I know for a fact that it's been a long time coming since we wanted you to to be here yeah. and, and share some of uh, your insight with us on Fox and Forth promotion and design. Yeah. I would like to have you start off by telling us just a little bit about what Fox and Forth is. Uh, for some of the audience members listening to this, Brittany actually helped collaborate with us on getting these hoodies out there. So with the material of the hoodie, with uh, everything from the actual colors we chose of the hoodie uh, and the design of it, you really helped us out. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. So um, in a nutshell, Fox and Forth is a promotions company and we like to attack, you know, anything branded from hoodies, pens, mugs, whatever you can think of, even custom projects. Um, but we do it from a strategic way because we believe that if you are spending your money on something, you should be getting the best bang, bang for your buck. So um, we also do graphic design and strategic planning in-house. So when we work with our clients, um, we can bring them the best ideas possible. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I find it's, it's really neat when you realize the amount of like emphasis there is now on, on branding yourself and merchandising some of your, your apparel, for instance, if we start there to have the look and feel of what you're already putting out there. Yeah. Like I know for a fact, as much as we aren't a, a hoodie brand, it was just really cool to be able to attach a hoodie as a way to showcase our our podcast. Right. right. And I'm, I'm sure like you guys are developing a fan base and it was important for me to work with you and get you the right fabric, you know, the right sizing for your print. So it didn't look silly yeah. um, because I know that that's what you're trying to do. Right. Like you're trying to create a community. So if we can help you do that, then why not? Right. Totally. What do you what do you think is like when you look at a pen, for instance, right, because I know that's one hot commodity you guys have where you can sure. brand pens if you can essentially give me your sales pitch or even just in general, like why you believe there's an importance of branding a pen as something as small as that to have your logo and name on it. Yeah. And I like, this is often something that people don't think about, but 
our brains are wired to when you give something to someone, your brain automatically says, oh, I have to give something back to them. So whether it be a thank you gift, a pen at a trade show, um, a hoodie example, um, you're doing it something switching in someone's brain from like, it's called reciprocity. So when you give something to someone, they feel like they need to give something back to you. And that might not be business. That might come in the form of a referral. It might come in the form of an introduction, but it's always good to make someone feel like they are part of your team. And I do that a lot with promotional products. Um, anytime, any verbiage we use, it's always like, welcome to the family. Like I've grown up in a big Italian family. So, you know, for me, that verbiage is really good. Like everyone has a seat at my table and I want my clients to feel that. And they feel it through gifts and cool stuff we give out. I love that. And you know what? I am very happy to say that I've even personally experienced that with you, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I remember our last meeting where we pretty much signed off on everything and we were ready to make the order happen. Yeah. You were just like, Kenny, one sec. Like, let me just give you something. <laughs> and you gave me a super kick-ass Fox and Forth right. coffee mug, right? And funny enough, every time I actually go <laughs> grab it for my coffee, I remember you. Right. right? It, it, I remember that great experience. I remember how just smart of, of even naturally a tactic that is to have someone remember that moment they had with you, but also it puts that brand in front of them. Well, and that's it, right? Like we work with our clients on not only giving out product, but giving out an experience. Yeah. So I always tell the story of like the first promo product my company ever did. So we did a yo-yo, a classic wooden yo-yo, nice. because I know that my target client are people who grew up playing with yo-yos. So when I was giving these out to my clients, they were sending me like videos of competitions and like they were going so crazy. And yeah. it was a good tactic on our part because then now they're thinking about, oh, I need something cool to give out. Who am I going to call? I'm going to call the girl who gave me the yo-yo. Yeah. Right. So it's all about creating that for our clients and making sure that they are the top mind. That's unique. So can a client at that point, Brittany, go to you and say, hey, like we want to put our... We want to put our, let's say, logo on something as unique as a yo-yo. I, I can't obviously think of an idea right yeah. now, but let's say, even for instance, like we'll go wild. We'll think of that Voss for that plant. Yep. If someone was to, or vase, I think that's yeah. the way we yeah, say vase. it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to do that with words you're good, sometimes. You're good. But let's say that vase, I wanted my logo on that. Yeah. Is that something you guys could customize? Yeah. You know, I've done projects. I've done off the wall projects. Like I have a big construction company here in Edmonton I work with. And one year they came and they're like, we need something for our office that like totally speaks to us. What you got? So what I did was I found a local concrete molder in Edmonton. We molded these custom concrete bowls for each office across Canada. Wow. And we got their logo etched in the bottom of the bowl. And now it sits in every one of their offices across Canada. And that's something that is totally unique. You can't buy it off of a shelf. It was totally made for them and it, it sits there. And that's probably one of the craziest projects I've probably worked on just because of like, you know, where do you find a concrete molder guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it, I had to dig into my contacts for that one. But um, it's something that I can talk about on like how creative we are. So it's mm -hmm. a win-win story. Yeah, wow. It's almost like there's that aspect of, of strategy and planning and essentially coming up with those those neat little ways of, of getting that brand out there, right? Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a lot of strategy. I would think probably more than what people think. 
Yeah, totally. I want to know, especially when it comes down to what you do, which is that aspect, right? right? The strategy comes in with that, blends in so nicely. But then it's who you know. And I love how you mentioned how you need to tap into your network. Yeah. If you're willing to share even outside of that one experience where it's so important for you or even just anyone in general, right? Because we care a lot, obviously, about our audience members mm -hmm. realizing that networking is really important. We actually, yeah. we've talked about that a lot with some of our uh, guests we've brought on the show. But even for you, how is networking and even just, I remember before we went live, you were sharing how you're in contact with a lot of entrepreneurs right now. Yeah. Whether that's even for the sake of a deal that's happening or not, mm -hmm. how has that sort of helped you get to where you're at now? You know, I think coming into business, so like I said, my business this month is, is three years old. So yeah. we're uh, third year birthday, but I, I remember year one and it being completely overwhelming because yeah you know i've been in the promotions industry for 11 years but all of a sudden i start my own company and i'm the bookkeeper i'm the accountant i'm the hr person yeah. i'm the everything so um i found it so helpful to put myself out there and network just for those reasons because as an entre entrepreneur you can feel really lonely because no one really knows your struggle mm -hmm. so to align yourself with other entrepreneurs like they get you right they speak your language so i just made it a point to like network as much as possible <laughs> and i, I still make it make a point to do it right yeah no that's awesome i find it's it's neat when you realize if you can slightly obviously as you build your business up have a fundamental understanding of each and every single little component of your business yeah but then realize that you're going to reach a point where you have to delegate yeah and hire the professionals that know what they're doing yeah <laughs> and that's so important what does that look like right now for you and your team, if you don't mind me asking? Like, how many people do you have under you now? Yeah, so I have um, just a graphic designer and admin just because of the whole COVID stuff, yeah. um, which is fine. I'm okay with it. Smaller team. I don't need to have, like, a 30-person team to know that I'm successful. Yeah. Um, and they just handle, you know, like, the admin stuff. So if I'm with a client, they handle admin. If I need designs done, we talk about those concepts and what that looks like. Um, so I, I'm happy with the small team and, you know, one day we'll grow again, but we just had to adjust due to the times. Yeah, no, that's so true. Right now we're living in a fortunately very interesting time where <laughs> Crazy world. you have to put a pause on some things and then you have to, you have to innovate in other ways. Right. With everything that's been happening for you, Brittany, mm -hmm. is, is there anything that you did slightly like change or add to the, to the product mix? Yeah, we, oddly enough, we added, um, an apparel line. So, I mean, obviously being in the promotions industry, you have access to apparel, but one, one day I was watching the news and a nurse came on and she said, I just finished my 14 hour shift and I went to go sit with a gentleman so he could pass away, not pass away alone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like that hit me in the heart. And I couldn't like, for me, I love people. I love being around people. I don't know what that would do to my mental health if someone I had to go sit with someone while they passed away. Totally. But not only that, like there's so many entrepreneurs right now that they don't know if they're going back to their businesses. Yeah, they've kind of shut the doors and they don't know if it's for good or for now. Um, so I was thinking like, that's a that takes a lot out of someone's mental health. So we started Frontliner Apparel. And it's like a casual lounge at home brand. Um, aimed towards helping out our frontliners. And so some proceeds of the clothing line, whatever we sell, will go to the Canadian Mental Health Association because nice. 
what happens after this, right? Like, yeah. who who do they go to to, you know, get right? Yeah. Wow. So um, we started that and we're just, you know, putting the feelers out there on social media. And if it works, it works. Then great. That's awesome. And yeah. you have the, hey, you have the team and the resources. To yeah, be able exactly. To make this, right? right. Like we thought, okay, what's going to kind of support our business in the short term? And how can we support, you know, the frontliners and everyone that's doing so much for us right now? So it was kind of a, it kind of worked out good. Yeah. Wow. That's so nice of you guys to do that. Yeah. I, to, to really relate on knowing what that feels like for, for anyone going through this. Right. I mean, sure enough, God bless your, your friend who ended up having to do that and mm-hmm. wanting to do that, to be with an individual. Yeah, it was actually long. some some nurse on the news. So oh, wow. just watching that story that was like, oh my God, you like wake up call, right? So. Yeah. And and then you realize for a lot of us, you made a great point where entrepreneurs, we're, we're not too sure when when we can exactly. get back to normal to, to obviously the, the money that was coming in to live up to the life we were living. Like right. that's just one, one facet of it, yeah. right? But a whole other <laughs> thing is, I was talking with my team about this. We were sitting down with our team in our meeting today. And I was like, guys, I get it. Like, it feels like we're in jail, but we have no idea how long we're going to be in jail for. Right? I mean, it'd be great, especially on everyone's mental health, Mm -hmm. if we know that, hey, by this date, we're we're going, everything's going to be back to normal. Yeah, right. And then yesterday, I was having a conversation with my brother, and I was like, you know what, man? I think even when things go back to normal, quote unquote, it won't be the same as it was before. No way. Right? And that's why I find it even very important to start even being able to provide some things online. Mm-hmm. I know you were kind of talking about using like Zoom calls, for instance. Yeah, right? Zoom's a big one. I mean, like we've kind of always been online based. Like we have a shop now on our website that you can go and do that. Um, but we really like to just like sit with our clients and like I'm a people person. Yeah. So to like we said, like getting that interaction and seeing someone's face, it's totally different than being on a Zoom call. Yep. Um, so we do it when we have to, but I would definitely prefer to get back to normal so yeah, <laughs> we no, can totally. see. Cross our fingers. Yeah, right? exactly. Be like that, you know, in the same room. Totally. Because it's like someone for meeting with someone and doing a brand session, like they just have like a passion about them that you can't really get on a zoom call right (laughs) so i agree i love it what does that that actually begs me to ask what does that brand session look like i know i obviously got a little bit of a taste of it yeah but typically if you're willing to share uh when a client obviously is interested in any merchandise or designing from Mm -hmm. you guys uh what does that session look like what are some of the important questions that uh, would be interesting to know from our audience's perspective that you ask yeah um so when we go into a branding session it's usually an hour and a half of sitting together in a room going through you know like who they are where their business is where they want to see their business in the future Um, and then there's a list of probably like 100 questions we really go through and um, sometimes we don't ask them all sometimes we get it right away and other times you really need to like just pull that out of someone because some like even me I do it myself is like branding I can brand anyone and we can talk about it for days with anyone else like anyone else's company when someone asks me what i want i'm like uh, like you know i really have to have like someone like pulling it out of me so i you know and i have clients like that where you know we're in we're talking about like where their business is going and like if they're switching their target market from one person to another like how we're gonna do that yeah. um and just how they stay top of mind but 
it's those questions that are so important because it's not just creating a logo or picking a color. Yeah. Right. It's there's so much mental stuff that goes on behind the scenes. There's tons. And you're making me think of two things because I know how much thought you put into your logo. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> yeah. I'd love for you to share that. But yeah. then also it's the reality of of the amount of depth that one person needs to go in into creating it. And I find a lot of people know knowing that mm -hmm. they don't end up doing it at all. No. Right? And you know, what's funny is we have like people that'll come to us in like their second or third year of business and be like, I messed up. I don't know why I did this logo. I just wanted to get stuff going. I don't know why my company is this name. And we're like, okay, we can help you. Yeah, like the rebranding. Yeah. But also like if I have any advice for anyone starting a business, like, sit down, breathe and do it right. Yeah. Because in your third year of business, you've already developed so much brand recognition from everyone you've talked to and had relationships with. So to rebrand on your third year, like if you can do it right from the beginning, then Big just risk, right? do it, right? I, I really appreciate you saying that because yeah. I... 100% agree. Yeah. Changing your name is pretty much like starting back to day zero. Oh, exactly. Right. Because people, let's just say Instagram, for instance. Oh, yeah. We've been second floor podcast for the past, let's say, just about two years. Right. And we decided to change our name to Elevate. People will then be like, well, Elevate, who are these guys? I didn't know I was following these guys. Totally. Or it's just, it's, it's very neat for when you continuously, you know, say your slogan, say your name. People mm -hmm. recognize that, right? Totally. But then... Again, going back to your point where let's say for the person who no longer, let's say, associates or believes in that name and they want to change it. Yeah. How do you deal with that change management? Like it, it seems like you need to ask them to essentially sleep on it and be like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. And I think if someone's coming to you and they're like, nope, like we want to scrap it, it's gone, then that's fine. But you have to transition it in the right way then. So people are still identifying with who you are. Like you build a brand that associates with, you know, whatever your new culture is, but the transition needs to be almost connected to the old brand until you're ready to let it go and people know what your new brand is. Yeah. So. I like that. It's almost like you need to still tap into the story you've been building and have it still totally. resonate with your audience. It can't be too left field. Yeah, no, it's definitely, right? it's like getting a new suit, right? Like you're yes. still the same guy, but you know, <laughs> now you look sharper, right? I like that, I like that. It's tailored, it's fit, it's yeah, cut. Exactly. Well, it always brings me back to how we've sort of adapted along the way with mm -hmm. the podcast because now that we've been two years in, Brittany, we've had to look back and be like, okay, well now... Second floor has a whole lot bigger of a deeper meaning to us now mm -hmm. through the stories that have, that have come along the way. Totally. You know, with the amount of people that have taken it to the second floor who have, who have really, you know, elevated in life. And then along the way, we were able to actually figure out our mission statement and our purpose. Right. That didn't come first, right? I feel like the name, to your point, you figure that out first because without a name, you don't want to be a no-name right. brand, exactly. right? But then I want to know in, in your perspective, where does that name come from? It'd be really neat to to know, like, if someone's like, they're literally, they're losing sleep. They're, they're not even starting their business because of that. Yeah. And I know some people have actually, they, they've even said, I heard on Lewis Howe's podcast, he had um, one person in the audience. She's like, I, I know what I want to do, but I haven't started it because I don't know the name and I don't know what it's going to be called. Right. So what, what do you think someone kind of needs to do or ask themselves to figure that out? I think, like, hiring a professional like to have a brand session to, you know, pull, like, cause I feel like the people who are stuck, 
who don't know really do need that brand session, right? Like it's not an easy thing. Like some people are so good with numbers, but they're so bad with like the creative side or seeing like things come to life where, you know, like we work in this every day, right? Like we see it big picture and then we take it step by step on how to get there. And I think if you're really struggling, then link up with a marketing professional, Mm -hmm. you know, and they might be in your contacts or, you know, you might need to source it out. But if you take the time to plan it out, then you're not struggling with like a rebrand later, right? Yeah, I really like that. And I I second that because we've done that ourselves. Yeah. And it helps tremendously. Well, and sometimes like, like I said, we look at our businesses from the inside out. But when you work with someone, they're looking from the outside in. So it's a totally different perspective. Yep, that's so true. Because everything, because you have it all in your head. It's all figured out. Not everyone's going to be able to read and and, and be able to trend translate that into what you're trying or to make do. it visual right like that's what we all are trying to do is just make our tell our stories visually yeah so. and that's where kind of that logo comes in right exactly so from your own experience this yeah. is what we're all excited to hear is <laughs> how did fox and forth come about name wise and the way that the brand looks um wow uh so we decided oddly enough like we're like entrepreneurs like just starting out um we didn't even have an office we were like in a starbucks and um we were like what are we going to name our company like we know that we want to do this and we were looking at majority of people in our field and it's like either someone's last name or it's like one two three t-shirts or print me now t-shirts and i'm like nope like, too basic, too yeah. basic. <laughs> I, I know that I don't want, like, that's not where I see my company going, right? I Like, I wanted to grow it to, like, a marketing house, right? Like, we are a brand house. So I was like, we need something a little bit more flexible. And so my um, maiden name in Italian means Fox. And my old business partner at the time, her last name was Proudfoot, so to come forth. So we were like, well, we should play on that. And then I'm like, well, what about like Fox and Forth? Mm-hmm. And then poof, it just <laughs> like it came it came together. I know I it's like that. not like a super intricate planning story, yeah. but um, we even have like in our ampersand on our logo, we have the fox tail and we use that a lot for branding because people like will know it and see it and be yeah. like, oh, that's Fox and Forth. So having those little things in your logo is important. Yeah. And you know what's so it's so funny and then I I find it's, it's neat to know your story and then associate it with how I perceived it and how I got excited. Because right. now, since we introduced our new series, yeah. uh, the Jungle Series, as you can see around you, there's a lot of animals just floating yeah. about on the walls, right? So then when I saw your brand, and I remember at the time, it was a good connect of yours, mm-hmm. you know? And still, shout out to your ability to connect with entrepreneurs because right. I'm sure if you didn't do that, this probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I connected with him and he says, I know just the perfect person for you. She's local. She'll be able to help you out. I'll connect you with her. And I was like, mm-hmm. sure, no problem. I trust your word. But then when he told me that it's Brittany from Fox and Forth, immediately just from the name, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? This is meant to be. You know, she she likes animals. We like animals. We're we're in the jungle, and we we want to be able to connect with someone who obviously appreciates that. Right. But now to know that it comes from the element of where the last name means, yeah. it's still cool to kind of see, you know, how how I perceived it and how anyone else will, mm-hmm. right? And I find that's another important thing is realizing that your brand can even mean so many different things to other people. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, um, I have a friend, and she own there's like 
the word savage in her business name. And when she was starting out, she was super concerned that that was like an offensive thing. Right. And I was like, well, I mean, like the people who are going to buy your products are like going to understand why you're using that in your name. And then, you know, like not every, that's one thing, like not everyone is your market. If I could yes. say that a million times there, you cannot market to everybody. <laughs> like, I agree. You have to find out who that niche is because otherwise it's just like a wild game of like chase the turkey. Like you are just going crazy. And I've, I've really been playing with that lately. I'm yeah. starting to really understand that as broad as you want to get, find exactly who you are trying to yeah. help. Find or who you best work with, right? Like, yes. that's so important. So, no, I it's mean, so true. I'll say it again for the people in the back. Know your market. You <laughs> yeah. can't market to everybody, right? And how does that work in your world? Because I'm sure we could both argue that like, well, yeah. branding and promotion, every business needs it. Yeah. Do you in a way have your niche as far as which businesses you, you, you prefer and like to work with in a sense? Yeah, like I have clients that I've worked with for like 10 plus years. Yeah. And, you know, building those relationships, it always is like, you know, it's blood, sweat, and tears, but that's why you love it, right? Yep. Um, so I would say like our clients that we love working with, like um, my, some of my longest clients are like oil field clients, construction clients, energy clients. Yep. Um, and it's because they, like when you're a company of a certain size, like you get it. You get that branding is important, but you want to do it right. And you don't want to waste your money on, you know, like, just buying something off the internet and hoping that 500 of them show up and they look okay and you can hand them out, right? Mm -hmm. There's more, um, for example, I deal with Clark Builders a lot and they get it. Like they give stuff away to their employees all the time because they know if they make them feel like they are part of the team and a community, those employees are going to do good by them, Yeah. right? So it's more than that. Like when you're a company that gets it, it's just so easy, right? Like yeah. you're like, okay, what's the next cool thing we're doing? Yeah. You know, and I love that. The creation process is great. Yeah. The engine keeps moving because once that one yeah. campaign's done, they're ready to come up with the next well, one. Well, and right? they're like, so every January I go to Vegas for like one of the big like promotional trade shows where they launch everything. So they're like, oh, so like, did you go to Vegas? Like, what do you find out? And yeah. like, they're like raring to go, right? Like they love fresh ideas. And that's why I like working with them because... I can be like, hey, I'm thinking about this for you guys. And they're like, yeah, we love it. And I'm also that person, like, if you hate it, I'm not going to take it personally. Like, yeah. we're just on to the next thing. Exactly. Right? You're open to give suggestions, but also open to... Totally. You know, move on if it doesn't essentially fit. Yeah. Right? And I think that's the fun thing about marketing in, in itself, right? Like, not everything is going to be a fit. Yeah. And that's okay. And I find that there, there's a certain power associated with brainstorming when it comes to that. Right. Yeah. Where it's never necessarily going to be your first idea. Totally. Sometimes you're going to legitimately, you're going to go on the wall and you are going to spit out as many things as need be, whether it's as, as close or as far away as what you kind of need to reach. Well, exactly. Right. There was this uh, one concept I learned recently and it, it helped me better understand and define the power of brainstorming. Yeah. And it was called the dove method. Right now I can, I can recall with the three uh, letters from the acronym associate with E, I, I can't remember right now, but D stands for defer judgment. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're brainstorming, stop worrying about feeling like you're going to be judged if you put this on the wall right? or, or judging yourself, just, just put whatever, whatever comes to mind. And then the O is, uh, I believe it was B, 
trying to remember now. <laughs> yeah. Now we're just putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't recall what O is, but then essentially with deferred judgment and everything else associated with it, Brittany, mm-hmm. it is talking about as long as you're brainstorming, be vast. That was what the V stands for. And right. put as much as you can out there until you literally feel like you can't come up with anything. Well, totally. Like, I'm sure you've probably had it too, where you've sat in a room with a, whether it be a client or a team member or something, and you're just like spitting things out, right? Like, and you get that like momentum yeah. of like, no matter what we say in this room, it's a safe place. It could be so silly, but we're just going to say it and we're going to put it on the board and who knows, maybe a great idea will come from it. Yeah. So like, I love when I get in a room with a client and we're doing that, right? Like that becomes like our session where we're just like throwing everything out there. And then finally we'll have like five awesome ideas of like campaigns that we're going to do or, you know, like products that we're going to Yeah, you can plan out a whole year just by doing that. Totally. And we love to do that with our clients, like having like a branding brainstorm where we plan like a whole year out. Those are the best because then, you know, like 30 days before your event, I'm going to email you. Hey, we talked about this. Here's the mock-up. Are we good to go? Yeah. yeah, we're good to go. Right. And then it just shows up and it's painless. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I really feel like companies either choose between really outsourcing a lot of these things you mentioned yeah. or they internally have their, their marketing person. Right. We're, and, and I know when I say marketing person, yeah. sometimes I'm sure as you know, that marketing person is either specialized in one thing and now they're wearing multiple other marketing <laughs> right. hats and they're scrambling. Yeah. Right. Or, the, or they'll have like a full internal marketing team. Totally. Where do you kind of stand with all of that? Like maybe personally from your own experiences or, or, or just understanding your opinion on it. Are there more benefits to externally outsourcing a lot of your marketing material and consulting? It'd be interesting to know uh, where you stand on that. Yeah, I think it's like a balance of both, right? Like I've worked with some pretty big companies that have their marketing company or marketing like in-house and then they'll work with us for like their promotional stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you were talking like as far as like printing and campaigns and product, it's always good to like they can come if they want to come up with the idea have them come up with the idea but consult an expert right because um for example a couple months ago we did these mugs and they had like a wrap of every project that this company has done on the mug but because of the the like the detail in the print like we weren't sure if it was going to print properly and they would have just sent it online, sent the file in, got them printed. No one would have said something. They would have got the mugs and it would have been probably mucked up. Yeah. But I had to be like, well, wait, like I know from experience because I've been doing this for 11 years yeah. that we need to check this. So turns out like, yeah, there was too much detail. We had to eliminate some stuff ah. um, or just tweak the design. Right. Yeah. Um, but they turned out amazing. So I'm happy about it. And that was like a success story for them. Because if you're ordering hundreds of something, thousands of something, Mm -hmm. you don't want to get it after the fact. And then every single one ends up getting ruined, right? Yeah. That you make a really good point where it shows that essentially having a a second eye, having just an outside source, going back to your point about how different it looks from your perspective, because you're able to see those little nitty gritty things. Sometimes you just get so used to seeing something in front of you just becomes normal that it's tough to even pay attention. Yeah. To, to those details that maybe you don't see, but someone else does. Yeah. Right. That's where I even, I even started noticing, like before we decide to execute something new, you do a little market testing, of course. right? Where you, you ask the the 10 top people who listen to your episode, or you ask your close network and you, you ask them, Hey, is this a good idea? And if they don't necessarily like your top 10 people in your close circle, don't really 
vibe with it, then maybe you should, you know, second guess if it's a good idea or not. Right. Yeah. Right. Unless, I mean, unless you're like trying to tap into a new market, mm -hmm. right? Then as long as, yeah, as long as they're yeah. your niche, if it's <laughs> yeah. not, I like that. If it's that, not, then... then, you know, you kind of have to give it a little bit more market testing, but for sure, like if you have people that are close to you that you can bounce ideas off of and that use your services, then yeah. do that all day long. Like, totally. you know, whether it be like a MailChimp or like a SurveyMonkey or whatever you send yeah. out, like, hey, you know, like, what do you think about this? They Should we it. get this service? Should we offer this? Um, that is going to be valuable to you anytime. Yeah. Who better than your own clientele to ask? At totally. The the day, right. That's I mean, they fun. they're already your fans, right? Like, so, you know, their opinion matters. You know, yeah. their seat at the table matters, right? Yeah. No, that's so true. I like that. I wanted to ask you, I know we, we, we slightly breezed over it, but it would be nice if someone listening to this right now is looking at their logo or they're potentially considering a logo yeah, uh, or even the creation of their name, going back to our points about that. Mm -hmm. What do you think in your opinion is going to make a great logo and brand? Maybe give a few points. And then what do you think is, is something where you're like, you know what, if it entails this or this, or if it's missing this, then it's not good. Yeah. Kind of like the, the pluses and the minuses in your opinion. <laughs> um, I'm a really big fan. I mean, like you've seen our logo. It's pretty simple, simplistic. It's classic. Um, I'm a really big fan of that. Um, I'm not a big fan of like a logo with like a hundred colors in it. Uh, maybe that's just because I come from like a print background. <laughs> that's yeah. always like harder. Um, but I love like a classic looking clean logo. Um, also, if you were thinking of like a business name, it can't be too wordy, you know, like I had a flyer come to my house the other day and this landscaping company was like <laughs> the longest name. And I was like, oh, my God, I just want to call them and be like, can we just like, can I just like talk to you for a second? Because like, I'm like, oh, that's going to remember this. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're trying to do is you're trying to be memorable. So um, if your name is a full sentence, like that's going to be pretty hard to market yourself, find a Facebook page, even a Twitter handle. Like, you know, like yeah. there's some things that just probably won't happen. Wow. I like that. Now what? No, I feel like you did. You answered both in that sense. What, yeah, what I mean, like, stay away doesn't. from, like, super wordy stuff, you know? You can have a tagline. Yeah, like a slogan. Right? A slogan is great yeah. if you really feel like it needs to be said. Um, but have something initially short, like, if it is more than, like, four words, I would... Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not visit that. Second floor podcast. I hope we're okay. <laughs> yeah, we made it. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I want to take the, the next little bit here, Brittany, to, to more dissect the, the psychology of, of, you know, why you essentially are doing what you do. Mm. And, and that's really huge for us because yeah. we, we talk a lot about, you know, I do go, what you're, do, do what you're good at, you know, do what you're passionate about and, and do what you feel like is, is going to make the world you live in slightly different for the better, totally. right? And that's a concept that we've been, our personal selves have been gaining from Ikigai. It's a, it's a Japanese concept and it was said by Chris Doe, someone who uh, is a big influencer and we really appreciate some of the things he says. Okay. So he brought that upon us and we were like, okay, does, does our podcast and what we do check off all the boxes, right? right. And for you, I want to know like, why did you choose this as your career path? Because it's interesting to know that even three years before you were already in promotions, yeah. you're in marketing and design, what what is it that every day you wake up and you're like this is why i do it you know it's i've always been kind of a creative person 
like, you know, that kid that took like the extra art classes and, you know, like loved to create things. Um, but originally out of high school, I worked in finance and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is not for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, in the world of promotions, you know, I started out with pretty small projects. And I think like what really um, one project I did where I was like, oh my God, this could like be so cool is I did t-shirts for Google. So I did some t-shirts for Google. Nice. Wow. So one day I was like the last one at the office on a Friday at like four o'clock and I got this like call and I was still like transitioning from like warehouse help to sales. It was like really weird. Um, But I answered this call and it was this girl from Google in California and she was like, we can't find anyone here to print these t-shirts for our bring our kids to work day like are you guys able to do screen print but a four color process and like thank god like we were like a huge printing company in Edmonton because we figured it out how to like panto match their colors and it was like a whole process plus you're doing it for google so there's like an extra weight on your shoulders and then the t-shirts turned out great they love them and I was like oh my god like that was my first like thing with like a huge company and it was google (laughs) and so i think i was hooked ever since then and then just watching um whether it be like a promotional thing that we send out or like just watching those projects come to life like we did the rebrand for the italian festival last year and that was probably one of my proudest moments just going there and seeing like all the signage we did and all the design and everything just coming together like that is what drives me I love that. Yeah. Wow. It, it it paints the picture literally. Yeah. Right. Of seeing end to end what what you've been able to do, what you've been able to really put out there visually. Yeah. And I think like that's why I love experience marketing so much is because you see it. It comes to life. And I always say like it's my job to help my clients grow their business because when they grow, my business grows. And as long as I'm producing great things, you know, great quality, great design, then that's me helping you, yeah. right? So let's no, do so it. Cool. Let's grow a business, right? I love that. No, that's so exciting. I can't wait. You're making me want to have like another merchandise made from you. Like <laughs> yeah. Nexus coffee cups, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. No, but it's good, right? Because it's, it's such a value add, right? For Again, sure. I loved your point in the beginning when you talked about Brittany saying how you have something to give someone. Right. I think the power of that in the exchange and yeah. the, hey, here's what here's what you already come for, come, come for us for. Right. You listen to our episodes or you know what? Here, we're a construction company. We have built this property. Thank you. Thank you for believing in us. Here's this pen. Here's this notebook. Yeah. Here's this hoodie to help you remember us. And you're creating, in a sense, affiliates of your brand. Totally. And I see that even through just apparel companies. Like it's mm-hmm. amazing how if people understand the message of what you're doing and why you do it they they will they will be believers they will they'll purchase every single product you end up coming out with well as long as you care about what it is you're representing right and it's branding is always a story no matter if you're giving out a pen it's part of your story if you're giving out a hoodie it's part of if you're doing signage it's part of your story it's just some companies have a really hard time knowing what all of that looks like and that's my job right like they come to us and they're like yeah you know like we do signage we do hoodies we do all this stuff but you know, there's like some kind of disconnect there. Yeah. Well, the strategy just isn't there, right? Like, why are you why are you doing mugs? 
you probably would have, if you're a construction company, a better bang if you were doing hats. Yeah. You know, like there's different, like a pen is probably not right for every company. Mm -hmm. So that is my job to be like, hold on, wait. If we're putting your marketing dollars towards this, let's make sure that it's like the best thing it can be. I love that. And I acknowledge you for that because yeah. I bet you not every single person who can use this as any other profitable gain to their business would look yeah. at it like that. Yeah. So and that, I that's mean, really awesome. Not it's not like we don't have people that come to us and are like, nope, I want pens. I need 500. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, sure. All day long. But there are people that, you know, recognize that they need a little bit more help. And we're definitely there. Like. I'm certified in market strategy. So like, let's do it. Let's use the tools that I have to benefit you. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. It's, it, you have clearly the experience, but also all facets and components that need to be included in your branding and promotion business to not only just give someone an end product, yeah. but to guide them through that full cycle. Totally. Uh, from the beginning of here's the planning stages all the way through, let's explore what that looks like yeah. to getting you what you need. Yeah. And then awesome. we revisit it, right? Like, did that work? Did it not work? Like, what can we do differently? What can we do to amplify it and make it better? Yeah. You know, like, how do we turn these, these targets that you have into a community, into loyal followers, right? And yeah. that's what it's all about. It's about having them believe in your story, believe in your journey and be your number one fan. Wow. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. I want to ask you, um, you know, coming closer to the end here, one thing we pointed out was our mission, right? Yeah. And that's something we strongly have figured out as far as, you know, who's been listening to us, what, what is something they're looking for? And if we could bring it back to our mission where we talk about empowering thrivers in our community to turn their passion into a profitable career path. Mm -hmm. When you were at that stage where I believe you were probably, let's do the math, about eight years into what you do, mm -hmm. working for a company, you know, just working through the trenches, gaining experience, you could have easily, it could have been your choice. You could have saw the ladder. You could have worked your way up. Probably would have been a lot less stressful, <laughs> I'm, I'm <kidding>. sure. <laughs> but then you saw how much you one loved it and how yeah. good you are at it, that you were ready to take the leap, which you did. And right. I, I, I'm so proud you did that. What was it that you felt like you needed to tell yourself or at that time when at that eight-year mark, you're like, you know what? Ready, set, go. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm diving in and I'm not going to look back if that's the case. And, and I know you're... There's a lot of answers you could yeah, kind of come up with here. So many. <laughs> and if you could even just go back to that time, Brittany, mm -hmm. where you did decide to to make this your own business and, and how how you did that. Yeah. So I I was just getting antsy, right? Like I was in promotions for a long time and I knew it's what I love to do. I knew I wanted to expand it into more strategy and marketing focused. And the company I was working for wasn't doing that. Um and so I was like, oh, what am I going to do? So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. I started, and what I did was I made the decision to do it. And then I saved up for the next six months and just like banked as much money as I could because, you know, you don't know. You hit the ground running or you hit the ground kind of walking, right? Yeah, so so true. <laughs> you don't know. So I saved up money and then I, you know, whatever, quit where I was working and um, got a part-time job and just like started. I emailed my clients and mailed. So when, what I actually did was I mailed my clients a letter, like a physical paper letter. And it said, hey, you know, like we're Fox and Forth now. We do this, this, and this. We're ready to work with you. Um, look forward to continuing our working relationship. And we mailed them all a letter. 
Nice. Then for people who didn't respond via email or say like, oh my God, congratulations. Um, we sent the same letter, but crumpled up and ripped and torn and looked like it had been thrown in the garbage. And we sent it out again. And we sent this letter saying with a little sticky note on it, why'd you throw my letter in the garbage? Oh, wow. That's creative. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got, so one of my clients called me and they're like, That's different. oh man, like you totally tripped me out about this. Like, I, <laughs> like you're going through my garbage. Like what's going on? And I'm just like, no, no. Like it was just attacking. He's like, no, like awesome. Like I'm so glad you're doing what you got to do. And you went the extra mile. Yeah. And it's just, that's what it's about, right? Like that's what it's about for me and my clients. Like if we can get those people to stop and like pattern interrupt their day, that's what I live for. Like, let's do it. Let's give them an experience. They're going to be like, what? Like so many people are like, you, you went through my garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what's going on? Why did I get this? So um, that was like one of the things that like, I was like, well, that was pretty you know, I pat myself on the back for that yeah, one. It wow. was pretty interesting. But, um, you know, it's just creating that pattern interrupt in their head. Just they'll remember me, right? Yes. That is awesome. You were able to create a moment where you are going to think outside the box. Yeah. And I think like right? that's so important for someone who is starting a company. Um, because we all know that like sometimes you decide to start a company and you have no idea where your contacts are going to come from, where your clients are going to come from. So just sitting down with someone and strategically planning your plan of attack yeah. um, can definitely make a difference. Wow. And then you realize to, in a sense, don't be like everyone else, right? Well, Your plan it. of attack comes off uh, naturally and it, it actually comes off to your advantage when no one else essentially has, has done that attack before. Right. Yeah. So right. like a lot of people in my field will send like a branded pen or a branded hat or something to them. Right. Like we wanted to be a little bit different because that's what we are. We are different. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So the steps I took was decide you're going to do it. Save up money sit in a Starbucks and create your name yeah. <laughs> or talk to a professional, you know, like there was just like, once I decided I was going to do it, I was like, there's no, there's no turning back for me. I love that. Right. That is so cool. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I know oh, that, no. that gets down to that, the personal aspect of why you do things. That's pretty yeah. cool. We ask every guest this, Brittany, and we're going to ask you sure. is now that you have an understanding of, you know, what it takes and, and you know what it takes from your personal experience to be right. on the second floor and then now being acknowledged on the second floor podcast. Mm -hmm. We talk, we talk a lot about that being that you're someone who has taken it to the next level, clearly, right. with everything that you said, and you've capitalized on your passion. What is it going to take our audience from, from your perspective and your opinion for them to take it to the next level? You know, as an entrepreneur, it can get really hard. Like, just don't stop believing in yourself because you wouldn't have started this journey if, you know, you didn't want to do it. So you know, those times when you're like, I don't know if I can, you know, wake up another day and do this again. Like you've already came this far. And that's what I like. Sometimes I have those moments too. Like even in my third year of business, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. But I'm like, man, I came this far, yeah. you know, like I can't, it's a, it's my baby. I've watched it grow now. So if I could tell anyone, if they are like concerned about where they are or they're stressing out about it, just have a conversation with another entrepreneur because 
they get your pain. They get where you're coming from. They get it. Yeah. So make friends with other entrepreneurs. It'll yeah. save you so much heartache. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. They understand where you're coming oh, from. Don't they? Right. For sure. They're, they're going through it as well every single day. They're living in that uncertainty. I don't know where I heard it from, but I love this. I think you're going to like it too. Yeah. It reminds me of what you said is as we are currently living in a time of uncertainty, we should respect and understand the fact that entrepreneurs feel that way every day. Oh, totally. Right? Where, to your point, you have to be comfortable with waking up tomorrow and knowing that you could put 16 hours of work in and maybe nothing happened out of it. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, in my first year, like, that was a lot of my first year. And I was like, man, what am I doing? Yeah. But then you just, like, you know, like, your heart's in it. So I just, like, devoted myself to, like, talking with entrepreneurs. Like, they can teach you a lot. Like, they, I have lots of entrepreneurs that aren't in marketing. But man, like, if I have a bookkeeping question, you best bet, like, they, some of them can answer that, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know like, call, right? which is amazing because I'm definitely not a bookkeeper. I'm definitely a marketer. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, that is awesome. Yeah. When it comes to people listening to this, Brittany, and, and when they're excited to connect with you, uh, I understand. I just want to confirm that you serve out your, you service out your clientele across the world. Yeah. Right. So you spoke about your New York experience and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, how can people find you and Fox and Forth to connect with you? Yeah, so we are on Instagram, Fox and Forth. Um, also on Facebook as Fox and Forth. We're everywhere as Fox and Forth. <laughs> you can also add me on LinkedIn, um, Brittany Volpe on LinkedIn. Perfect. Perfect platform to connect with entrepreneurs as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Got to mention that LinkedIn. There you go. And is there anything else that you would like to to mention or say, um, you know, anything that you felt like we missed or, or, or talk about? at this given time yeah no i think like if you're an entrepreneur out there and you're just like even if you are in your first year like definitely like feel free to reach out to me like i will talk you off that ledge (laughs) you know you're in it for a reason and let's talk about what that reason is right totally no that's awesome you know what as we come to the conclusion i just want to say Brittany, it's been a huge pleasure having you on um i'm i'm a big believer in not only being able to see what someone has done mm-hmm. but if i've been able to have the the opportunity to experience it myself yeah and, and see before my own eyes like how special that really is uh, then i'll do so and i'm glad that i was actually able to connect with you yeah. because i got to be that client with you and, and along the way, I find that you're, outside of even everything you said, you're very punctual, you respond on time, you genuinely do give your recommendations. And I understand sometimes how hard that is because that takes your own time out of your day, that takes your expertise. And sometimes even though that's not what the person immediately paid for, you're so willing and able to do it because you love what you do. Yeah, I mean, that's the service you get. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. So anyone out there, if you need hoodies, pens, you name it, merchandise, expertise on marketing, Brittany, is the one to reach out to. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. 